This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso. Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. What's up? I'm Davey. What's happening? Hey, man. So let's get these sponsors knocked out real quick. Hey, guys. This episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Megafauna. Uh, Megafauna is a creative supply located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services, they're available at artperil.com. That is artperil.com. The set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit DuncanDash.com. Catering and beverage is sponsored by Barrels Beer Company, located in the Rhino Art District. Barrels is a true small batch brewer located at 3120 Blake Street. Check him out at BarrelsBeerCo.com and drink up. Also, shout out to The Sessions. They're an affiliate media partner that produces a live music event bi-monthly as a platform for independent musicians and artists. Check them out at The Sessions Uncut on Facebook. Hell yeah. Nigga. Nigga, that was official. Hold up. Clap it up for Give him a clap for y'all. Yeah. Oh, like usually, I'll drop an ad lib in real quick, but the shit just felt right. So I just left it alone. Anyways, man, so it's the Life is Up podcast. As always, we got a special guest in the building. This man right here, we doing all kind of shit, man. Like, I don't know whether to call you like... I don't know if it's handy man or <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what you just be doing everything man. Let's take it everything. You know let's that. clap it up for my man Mo Maurice, big man six five two and all that shit. Clap it up. Hey. <laughs> and I really don't know what to call you because you got hella names. So what? Bro, just Mo, I thought bro. I had hella names. That's That's you it. got hella names. Yeah, you, Mo. You, Mo. you got hella names. Nah, man. <laughs> I think you got me beat. Nah, but anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what's up, Mo? How you feeling, bro? Man, feeling good, feeling good. How are y'all feeling? Oh, man. man, I'm lit. Yeah, you go ahead, graffiti. I'm chilling for the moment. I'm I'm sitting here staring at this shot of Henny. Like I'm really contemplating life right now because it'll be a whole different episode once I drink that. So uh, take that. I'll drink Partake. it. If you don't want to drink it. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Dumb. that in a minute. But yeah, man, we're chilling. So uh, appreciate you for coming through, bro. For the people that don't know, go ahead and just talk about yourself for a minute, and then I'm partaking this Henny. What do you want me to talk about? Anything? You. Just talk, brother. Hey, ladies, his chin strap connects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm really talking ahead. about that. Hey, that's a major accomplishment because my shit won't connect for nothing. Chin strap shaming. Oh, man. It's not shaming. I'm bigging you up. Dude. No, I know you are, but I'm just saying. I saw that tweet you were oh, talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, man. I don't know what Trey Songs was thinking. Like, nigga, whole, whole other half of his <laughs> goatee was missing. Like,. Oh, I noticed man. that too, bro. Like, ladies, y'all gotta stop praising Trey Songz. This nigga out here with patches on his face, looking crazy. N- not even patches; it's missing, dog. Like yeah. the whole just half of his gone. Just like just left that nigga's whole face. Like I'm not fucking with like he was in the shit no more. <laughs> he left the group. <laughs> like the nigga was getting a haircut. And was like, oh shit, I gotta go pick my kids up. I'll be right back. He said, man, I'll come back. Just feel this in later. Yeah, I'll let you. <laughs> so yeah, so your, your chin strap connects. <laughs> that's good. That's a good thing. That's a good start. Talk to him, <laughs> what up, bro. Talk to him. I'll just say this. So, 
Right now, I actually run a car show. Yeah. That's toured nationwide. Got a couple states. I'm working on two more states right now. Mm. Possibly overseas okay. if everything goes through well. Shout out to the listeners overseas. Y'all hear that? Yep. Hopefully. Hopefully. What's the car show called? It's called Battle Royale. Ooh, Battle nice. Royale. And I actually have a collab. Well, I'm doing collabs with Originate Clothing as well, too. Nice. Shout That's out what I'm wearing right now. So. Uh-huh. That's pretty fly. That's oh. So, yeah, everybody likes it. I mean, it's, it's an indoor car show. something new I want to do for Denver. Right. I mean, because now the, everybody does the same thing out here. Stuff's outside. I mean, if it rains, if it snows, people get upset. If it's too cold, too hot. Mm. I just want to rectify all that. I dropped the money, did everything inside. Drop the money. Key. Major key. Makes it easier. So, you do a lot of car shit. Yeah. Bro, you you built a car? Yeah. A few of them. So the hell you just wake up like, I'm going to just go build a car? Nah, so this is how it happened. I mean, I was doing events for a while between Dunkin' Exchange and, like, other events I was doing. And it got to a point where I just got fed up with just working with people that didn't know what the hell they were doing. Mm. And then that's when I just said, all right, I'm just going to start this thing on my own. I'm going to put down the money myself. Everything's going to be me. And then once I did the first one, it was kind of an eye-opener for me. I was like, all right, everybody's vibing with this. Right. Let me go ahead and try something new. Go ahead and take that shot. Go ahead, bro. Keep, keep. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, hold up. I, just, I was like, hold on. I was like, you got to do it? Anything is possible. Yeah, go but ahead, uh, bro. the next show, um, I wanted to give a car away. So I'm sitting there talking with my homies and stuff. We're sitting down. And I'm like, all right, let me just give a car away. He's like, dog, you can't do that. Mm. And the one thing I hate is, oh. Ignore that. Anyway, no, go ahead, the one you thing I can't stand is when somebody says I can't do something. Yeah, shit annoys the hell out of me. It's motivation. So I called my boy Ben. I said, "Hey, said let me borrow your truck. I'll pay for your gas. I'll pay for this. Pay for that." We drove down to Tyler, Texas. I picked up a car, dropped thirty five hundred on it. Mm. Came back up here, redid the timing on the motor, did the paint, did everything else, put it back together, and then I raffled the car off. Mm. And then I ended up donating proceeds to the Denver Rescue Mission. Oh, seeing it was for a good, good cause. It's That's not just for my pockets. Not yeah. just for my pockets. <laughs> Ladies, get your car built. <laughs> right. No, no. no. <laughs> Scratch. Nah. So, I just always wanted to know, how come light-skinned girls' cars never work? <laughs> They're Corollas. Well, it's because... Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Answer the question. Up. Come on, answer the question. You got the answers. The expert. Yeah, we just want to tell us. So tell them from the ones that I know, <laughs> they keep dealing with niggas that don't know what they're doing. Oh, that's what I'll just say. Ooh. If your dude does not know how to change a tire, change the oil, do some simple maintenance, I even know a guy that doesn't know how to change windshield wipers. Mm. That's a problem. What about when they're single? Not messing with these niggas from 1992. <laughs> 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 niggas born in 1992. All they know is like. Was how to Instagram they car They don't know how to do right, anything yeah. else to it It's like yo dog I just got my tax return Put ribs on it <laughs> Alright What about the oil Oh man it's good It still runs When last time you changed it Like two years ago I can't even hey, I can't even laugh at that Cause I'm one of them niggas That just drives my car And just drives that motherfucker. You know what I mean Like <laughs> And then something goes wrong I'm like oh my god What happened When I don't do no kind of maintenance Not that I don't know how I just don't be thinking Hey I should go change my oil Until the fucking engine blows up Yeah you just gotta look at The little hot and cold meter Once it starts running hot Change the oil As long as I got gas Yeah That way At least I think (laughs) My pops used to Yeah he still yells at me About stuff He's like yo you do that Get that taken care of Like nah How long long you been 
doing cars and shit. That ain't what we brought you here for. Was oh, no, I understand. Yeah, no, I've been doing that since young. Like three? Uh, okay. Yeah, more like five, five, six. You was building cars since you were six? No, I was quarters. with my dad. Just I was there. Uh-huh. He was just, every time he was rich on a car, I was always there. And, like, there's some times where I didn't pay attention to certain things. And, like, then he's like, oh, you know what? You got to figure it out. Right. So, phew, YouTube. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube, YouTube or Google. University. Man. Shout out to dads being present in their kids' lives. That's what I'm talking and about, man. Clap for that. Somebody clap for that. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Yes. Positive moment. <laughs> yeah, he's always there and he still is there. So Word. I need somebody to just call him. Yeah. Half the time he'll answer my question, but yeah, he's there. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So the shoe game. You, you Earlier you said Dunk Exchange. What is Dunk Exchange? What was that? Uh, yeah, what was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a buy, sell, and trade sneaker event. So that also did also traveled all around. So went from Vegas, Seattle, Northern Southern California, New York. They had all these different shows going around. They had a guy named uh, Jack the Ripper. He was actually running it for a while. Nice. A guy named Antonio Facey. A couple people out here met and know. I mean, it was a good event at the time, but as it progressed, it started slowly trickling down because it wow. wasn't innovative. Mm. I mean, the only thing I say about Denver and about events in general, anywhere, if you don't have something or somebody behind it that is cool cool, or a tastemaker or something in a way that's right. doing anything. Like, again, if I put you behind an event or I put you behind an event, obviously it'll, it'll crack. That's but what I'm talking about. Hey, if, <laughs> you know, if I don't do that, then it's like, all right, what, what the hell is this? Mm. And I might be able to build up my own little uh, fan base behind it, but then again – how are you going to keep building revenue? How are you going to pay everybody, pay the venues, pay for this, pay for the designs? It slowly starts trickling down, but you got kids in there spending two, three racks on a pair of shoes. Bonkers. That's one pair. I mean, yeah. some yeah, go up to 10000 I've seen some. I saw one sale in uh, Phoenix for 15000 15 for some sneaks. What kind of, sne- what kind of shoes were That was them Yeezys. No, no, no. The McFly's. No. Carhartt's, uh, M&M's, uh, Jordan 4. It's a new Eminem Jordan 4. Had the ski mask on the back. What? Yeah. You said 1,500? 15,000. 15,000. 1,000. Nigga, 15 is kind of pushing it for your boy. Yeah, that's like a... <laughs> God damn, for like, some shoes? It's like a 2,000... No. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie to you. No. Yeah, that's a 2013 Zion right there. That right there? No, but that that's flip... That's a light-skinned car right there. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, but that flip... That flip was 10K. Yeah. It's a ten thousand dollar flip he made on top of that. I'm okay. in the wrong. So he resold him for twenty five thousand. We got back to Vegas. Mm. It's a dude named JC that uh, runs Urban Necessities out in Vegas. Yeah. It's pretty much like a sneaker playground, in a way. So it is. A, it is a serious yeah, hustle. That way. The sneaker flipping game is big. I know you partake in that a little bit. Just how I slowed down, but then at one point in time, it was like, all right, I'm not gonna work. I'm just gonna do graphic design and this, yeah. and that's it. I remember that there was one point in time, bro, where you were just moving around with just, like, trunks full of sneakers. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was, like, exclusives. How do you even get into that game? Like, what's what's the process? It's more so, the pre- like, it's, it's about who you know. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I mean, you got people that literally want to deal with you or want to, like, you know, be in your presence, and they're just like, hey, I'll hook you up with this, or I'll hook you up with three pairs of this. I mean, I know certain people that are in management now that I've been dealing with for years, yeah. and they still... Even though I'll ask, hey, do you need that, or I'll help you out. Mm. It's more of a respect thing. I mean, some of these cats out here spending that money, it's like, dog, it's not about spending the money. A real connect is going to help you out, hook you up for retail, or hook you up at the beginning. Connect talk. But 
those other connects is like, oh man, I got you for a band for these shoes. Like, nah, I need that retail or maybe a hundred dollars over to pay you a little bit. All that backdoor, which they do in LA or some of these other states. Yeah. Like, uh, what is it? There was a Jordan one that came out. I think it was last weekend. Is the Royal Jordan one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody out here is bugging about it. I'm worried about the satin royal one that came out in Atlanta and Houston. Mm. People were getting those for 300 retail, flipping them for two Gs. Dang. Levels, bro. I'm doing the wrong thing over here. So as the uh, average consumer, how could I get my hands on a pair of, like, nice kicks or, like, some exclusive kicks? Because, you know, it, it tends to be a market for people who are really into the shoe game that just knows, you know, when they're dropping, who to go to. But what if I'm not in that type of environment, but I want some nice kicks? Well, now it's more so worried about the consignment shops. I mean, first one that dropped out here was Vices. That was the first one. That's the one I worked with. And the owners, names Noe and Julia, both of them, been working with them guys for years, known them for a mere decade. Right. They're going to be reopening their shop then this month. And after they came, then it was Notorious. And then there was other shops after that that kind of fickled out. The only one that stayed around was Notorious. Mm. Just because... More so now, not really the product. Because if you look at the product between two stores, it's night and day. It's pretty much the, lo- it's the location. Right. That's what it is. They're in the Aurora Mall. They're in the Citadel Mall. They're going to sell to the average consumer coming in. Like, if you come in, you're like, shit, what's this? Yeah. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go play that sneaker machine. But with Vices, they're getting a different clientele. They're getting the players. They're getting all these cats coming there. Can't say who. Can't say who, but they're yeah. coming in. They're calling them to come to their houses and go pick up all this five, six, 15, 16 stuff to sell. Or like, hey, I need this particular shoe. Right. Or I need this Louboutin or I need this and I need it delivered. I mean, how you think like cats was getting tickets to games and going to the court side right. and going to the Super Bowl? That was all. Because it was a sneaker plug. Exactly. I'm going to be honest. I've never been a sneakerhead like that. You know, I always wear chucks because, you know, that's how. Came up and I'm with the shits. I remember. Shit <laughs> pop off. You ain't got to worry about scuffing your shoes. So as really, you know, that's OG shoe. But um, I was, I was like, damn man, there's this, this sneaker flipping game is reminiscent of the dope game. And when you say that, like pulling up on celebrities' houses on incognito and shit like that, like that's, that's really true. A culture behind that's one hundred percent true. Yeah. It is. I I mean, you'd be surprised the type of stuff we were selling, like the people and the type of, like. The celebrity clientele they have, the list, I mean, it's it's dumb. Right. And you're not seeing it in person. You're seeing it in the background. And they're like, hey, this person hit me up or this artist hit me up. At one point in time, Kaylani hit them up before she got to the point she is now. Mm. It's like, how did she hear about this small shop in Denver? It was all off the internet. Right. That's it. Wasn't I mean, Kaylani homeless, too? What up? Wasn't she homeless? Well, hey. Hey, bro. Priorities. You got to have the new jays, though. It don't matter if you Priorities. got a crib, as long as you got them new jays. Nah, like, shout out to <laughs> yeah. like, man, Come on our show. <laughs> uh, I'll even remember, like, we went to Vegas, and uh, there's this uh, this pair of shoes called the uh, Yellow Lobsters. Nobody's seen them before. It's probably like a handful of them around. Mm. And, you know, it's a friends and family pair. You can only get them if you know the guy or anything. So, guy comes up to me. I can't say who it is again. Right, right. <laughs> Once they can't speak on, he says, what's up, Mo? He's been been vibing with me for years while I go to Vegas. He's like, hey, man, I'm looking for a pair of Red Octobers. Mm. Red Octobers at the time is going for like three, four grand. Yeah, crazy. So he's like, well, how can I get them? I said, well, hey, I said, I'll I'll link you with my boys. They have them at the shop right now, which I had a friend in New Mexico that had them. Connects. 
He said about. <laughs> Why well, does feel like the first forty eight is sneakers right now? It right? is. Hey, it is. Like, yeah, yeah, yo, it's just like that. Just it was more so like I called him. That's what it feels I said. Like. Hey, they're gonna be driving out to California. They're gonna come pick him up. He's like, cool. They stopped at his house. Caravans and shit. Hey, it's just like that. He pulled it to his house, picked up the shoe, yeah. sent that out to New York. Got the old lobster set to me. And he have him Damn just it. like that. So me, like right now, if I was just like, you know what, maybe I should get in this sneaker flipping game. I gotta have a connect. I got to have somebody in front of me. Some you don't necessarily have to have a connect. It's more so the buddy. Okay. That's it. If but, like, you don't if have, I can't get them, you know what I mean? Like, if I want to go get some Yeezys and flip them. You can go get anything you want. You just got to have the money. Because everybody already got All the real sneakerheads already it's got not, them. It's not even about that either. It's about mm-hmm. the money, I'm telling you. Okay. A lot of these cats out here, which the sneaker game's bigger than Denver. It's way bigger than Denver. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got cats out here wearing Yeezys to the club right now. They're fake. That's fake. And, I, I, again, I'm not going to. Right, anybody out? But I've seen it. Yeah. How you feel about on. fake shoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, I, I talk shit. What's your thoughts on it? I talk shit. I say it real loud and proud. I don't care. It's because you're a sneakerhead, though. Because I always feel like this. With sneakers, like if somebody sold me some Yeezys and I ain't know if they was real or not, I don't care because I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, No, but I re- you get, you're you at a point now. like. But it's like it's 2017. Like, is niggas really in the club? Like, them Jordans is fake. Doc, I'm telling you, it's, no, it's not they even are. about that. Yeah. Yes, they are. Y'all gotta get y'all life together. Because, no, this is not even just that. It's not even just that. You're a personality, and people are thinking, okay, both of y'all, y'all are out in the club. If you wear something that's fake, mm-hmm. a chain, whatever, it's gonna get to that point where somebody's gonna say something. But I'm saying, though, like, how do you even differentiate? Like, how do you really know? Like, it has to be super fake looking. Because I know there's some that's, that wear super fake shoes. Example, you can tell. I know this white lady. She's like mad rich, right? Right. Um, shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> but <laughs> she buys like fake jewelry and purses because people know she has the money to get the real stuff and so they just assume that it's real anyway and that's how she stays rich because she just be balling on a budget flex flex and i'm like that's tactical than a motherfucker because like if you know she can afford it you ain't gonna be like that's fake you know what i mean so like if who's somebody that got hella shoes like you know what i'm saying dj Khaled. He got mad Jordans. Yeah. He gets some sit. If to he him. just walk around with some fake Jordans, who's gonna be like Khaled's Jordans is fake? You know what he, I mean? he would lose it. He would lose like his contract with Jordan Brand though. He's contracted by Jordan Brand, so now it's like anything he Shout wants out or to needs. Fake Jordans out there, man. Boom. Fake hustlers gotta get their money too. <laughs> yeah, they can fake hustle all they want. They got, there's websites right now. They got perfect kicks and all these other websites. At the Family Dollar in the parking lot, man. Shout out oh, to you. So how do you let your friend know that he has some fake shoes? And maybe he doesn't even know. How would you? How would you like address it? Anybody everything? that's been around me and stuff, they'll ask like before they even buy anything. They'll hit me up in inbox, whatever. Yeah. Yo, can you legit check these for me? Vices, they offer service. You come in the shop with the shoe, they will legit check them for you. Or they'll check online. They'll do all that for you because that's what we do at the shop. Right. We're like, hey, we'll help you out. We don't want anybody walking out here and spending all their hard on radio some fake shoes. Right. If somebody, if a kid raises up five, six hundred dollars. I'm about to ask, yeah. What? So DJ fifty two eighty in the back, shout out to fifty two eighty. You good, you good? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? But I'm saying like how like how what you know? like how do you, yeah, how do you know? What is it just a look or is it it could be shape. serial numbers on the shoes. It could be shape. It could be color. It's a lot of different things. Materials. Like if you see, there's certain shoes. Like I could tell. You, I could tell you what I have on my feet right now. You probably wouldn't know. I, I couldn't tell you. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Again, like a lot of people ask those questions. Like, oh, are those Supremes real? Like, I have real. I have a real pair of Supremes. I have ID pair of Supremes. So like, I know which was real. So the ID. So the ID. The ID. The Nike ID was is when they put the materials back out. I made one I could just beat up and wear around. And then I have my real one at home that I wear every now and then. 
So because it's Nike ID, it's not legit? No, it's like it's, Team Jordans. But no, it's just like, the year and stuff. It's like, okay, I can sell the original for way more, but the Nike ID one has a couple different things that are different. It looks the same, but it's different. Mm. But so again, we're not like, talking about like flea market like Eric Gordon's. Oh, like, so if you're oh no, Jordan, those, that's like, another story. That's another story. If you're passing the ball, it ain't a jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> no, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I never man. forget this night, bro. <laughs> I went downtown with one of the brothers, and then so I man, actually, is what is it was a rapper out here. Okay. He had on a pair of Red Octobers. Mm. Fake shit. Mm. I I could tell. Red Novembers. Oh. Um, <laughs> my boy had the real pair on. Mm, same in gr- September. All these girls were looking this that. We all looked over at him like, "Dad, come on, stop it!" Like, what are you doing right now? Like, what is what is that? But it's because you know, compared it, to the real ones, you could tell the difference. But it was blatantly flake. I mean, it looked like but it was a sad. Is it like shoe. you know when niggas be riding three hundred C's and they feel like they got Bentley and it's like, "Dog, you seen a Bentley? You know that?" <laughs> yeah, part. it's it's. But if you've never seen like, a Bentley, you're like, yeah, "That's cool." Car right there. Oh man, he even got people putting Bentley grills, Bentley front ends on three hundreds right now, and you could tell. You could tell. You're like, why? Like, That's what? a lot of work for some fake shit. Just yeah. drive your three hundred. Some do it. Shout out to three hundreds out there. They even sell fake cars right now. You could buy. You could buy a phantom oh, clove. Fake cars, bro. You could buy a phantom clove. Get my money up. Look at this. You could buy a phantom clove for like what is it, forty k? Uh huh. With like a Toyota Camry V six. No lie. A phantom. It looks like a phantom. Everything, interior, outside, all that, but it's a Toyota engine. It's a Toyota platform. Hey, that sounds like a come up to me. It no, you look right. Yeah. Holler at us. Right. Hey, there's websites that do all of that. I'm like, it's incredible. McLarens, all types of stuff. They'll they'll take the car, yeah, tear it apart, rebuild it on that platform. Boom, you got yourself a supercar. Easy. That's good to know. Mm. Make it till you make it. You <laughs> hey. <laughs> make it till you make it. I'm about to go get a Bugatti. I'm about to be the only nigga in the hood with this fake Bugatti. They ain't gonna know it's fake. I ain't never seen no Bugatti before. Need a fake Lamborghini. I have right. Two. Just pull up to the Royal Mall in a Bugatti. Let's put a lawnmower engine in it or something. <laughs> they, they had one on there too. It was like a <laughs> one seat. It was like a four cylinder or something out of a uh, what was it? It's like a Scion TC or something. They had it in a Bugatti, and they said, "Hey, we'll build this around it and do this for you for like sixty thousand. Wild." What's the biggest bag you ever got off some shoes? Ooh. Bag top. Oh. Don't worry, we ain't the IRS. Yeah, we ain't about to rob you either. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Actually, this dude actually, uh, I think he stole the shoes, to be honest with you. It don't even matter. So <laughs> Why are you snitching? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, because he came and be sideways don't about the idea. Just keep it moving. Look, but anyway, uh, I probably pulled about off that wood deal. Twenty thousand? Yeah, I'll just say that. That's this nigga Mo was flexing for a little bit, like talking about paying yeah, rent and yeah, shoes. So I was like, he might be out here, kind of, kind of stacking off some shoes. Bro. I was chilling at home, taking trips and everything. Yeah. Just going, going. I seen that little wave, like this nigga getting money off shoes. That's that's what made me think about it. Like this is really like a hustle for real. Like, like they putting the drugs in the shoes. That's what they. Or they they moving it's dope not, through man. the soles of the Nikes. Yeah, and it's with everything. Dope. It's not even that's just brilliant. shoes. Like everything right now is a hustle. Like, you can flip. Anything. Yeah. And get money off anything. It's just people now don't understand. Like, yo, there's an outlet. Like, this is an outlet. Yeah. Just go get it. Go right. do it. Is there like a, um, is there like a Pablo of the shoe game? You know what I mean? Like, is there just like that? Out grand, here? That grandmaster plug? I mean, in the Not area. Not even just out here. It's just like, who's just like that master sneaker, dude? Like, how intense does it get? Is it like yeah. paid in full? 
How deep does a rabbit hole go? So when we went to, you know, I, was, <laughs> oh, I always got to talk about these trips, man. So we went to Houston, went to Houston for the Super Bowl. My boy, the one that was nice, he hit me up. He's like, hey, I'm come out there. Yeah, you I'm see like, how he just laid? We just went to Houston for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, I got you, nigga. Life flex. Uh, Go ahead. Say that flex on Go ahead. Go ahead. That was a plug. Anyway, <laughs> so we went down there. This man, I think he spent, oh, God, something absurd. Mm. Something absurd about sneakers. I don't know. I think it was like 20 or something like that. Yeah. Picking up all types of stuff. And he said, hey, I'm shipping this back to the house. He's like, I'll see you in a minute. I'm like, well, what are you about to do? He's like, I'm going to go out to New Orleans with you. Mm. So we booked chick tickets to go to New Orleans for the All Star Game, like follow weekend. And when I'm with him, like we were just going to all these different pop up shops, just buying stuff. I almost got in a fight in the Jordan line. Okay. That happened. That happens a lot, though, huh? Uh, like people be out there for me, not for you, but just in general. Just in general, a lot of people fight. Yeah. And I mean, even like he was saying, like every time I go somewhere, you know, no matter where I'm at, I always end up in the front of the line every time. Because <laughs> uh, even when I went to uh, to L.A. for the um, Supreme Phone release, mm. all these people are in line. Somehow, me, my boy's sister, and the first ones in the store. So what you saying is you fuck with the real plug? Nah, I it's think not even that. Plug. Nah, it might, yeah, it might be. Most of Pablo. No, I'm not the Pablo. Let's rob this nigga. Nah, I ain't the Pablo. <laughs> I wish. I wish I was, wish I was the Pablo. I ain't robbing Pablo. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could yeah. follow. No, I just know how to finesse. That's it. Okay. So I walk up. Finesse talk. Yeah. Bro, it's like it, you I know like, people, bro. talk like it's real reminiscent of past times. Like <laughs> y'all really, y'all really doing something with this sneaker shit? It ain't just shoes. What's the shoes made out of? <laughs> it got to be something behind it's this, man. It's just like, the shoes, bro. That's it. Like cats ain't even really wearing the shoes that they really spending bread on. I mean, what do you like? What do you like to collect? Both of y'all. What do y'all like to collect? Money, hoes. <laughs> Money host. like a hobby or something. Y'all just like money host. <laughs> right. Without any hesitation either, it's just money and host. Nah, we need we need better. Uh, we gotta get our shit together, bro. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. I mean, look. So, like, for anybody that likes to collect something, just a hobby. Yeah. I mean, vitals or something like that. How you gonna get those vitals? You go figure it out. Yeah, yeah. By any means necessary. You want that car you want, you gotta get it by any means necessary. Right, right. Anything you wanna do, no matter what I'm gonna have to do to get it, by any means, I'm gonna make it happen. Okay. It gets to that point sometimes. I mean, it got to me for one pair of shoes that I got in particular, but no, not this one. Okay. No, not this one. <laughs> so let's talk about originate. So that's your line. No, no, no. That's a, good, that's a good segue. So we got Brandon Whitfield in the building. You want to step up and talk about originating? Then we'll get back to Mo in a minute. Appreciate you, Mo, the, the sneaker plug. All right, y'all. So we got Brandon Whitfield of Originate Clothing in the building. Hey, make noise. What's good, brother? So for the people that don't know, go ahead and tell them who you are, what you do. Um, so my name is Brandon Whitfield. Um, I'm the CEO I'll talk to the of mic, brother. Let's get you a little closer oh, yeah, to the mic. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm Brandon Whitfield, and I'm, I'm the CEO of Originate Clothing. Um, we do streetwear for creative entrepreneurs. So I focus on um, young, I guess like a millennial crowd, that's actively hustling. So, But they're doing like creative outlets. So we work with rappers, fine artists, and um, everything in between. Dope, 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 so, dope. Yeah, yeah, that way. Yeah, man, so I don't know 
how long you've been doing it or how long you've been in Colorado. Let's speak on that a little bit because it seemed like you just yeah. popped up and just killed shit out of nowhere. <laughs> like, originally, yeah. it's just like everywhere now. Like, where the fuck? Yeah, the brand's been around for about five, six years now. Started oh. in 2011 originally, and then uh, we relaunched about two years ago, so in 2015. Okay. Um, and that was the brand as it is today. So um, the panda um, is our mascot. So you've probably seen the panda head around. Um, yeah. It's our mascot, and we'll actually use that to work with a local artist. Okay. So we'll do like these collabs every quarter, um, and we'll work with fine artists, tattoo artists, um, uh, just a good variety, and uh, we'll push out limited releases. Mm. Um, the brand started. Uh, I'm actually a break dancer too. Okay. Yeah, so um, I used to be more active in the dance scene out here, so I started selling T-shirts out there. Right. Um, at all the different events. The Colorado has, like, a huge, huge uh, dance community, so. That's true. Yeah, so we just kind of started from there. And uh, for my uh, senior thesis, I'm a graphic design major at nice. a University of Denver. Shout out to graphic design majors <laughs> out there. Why are we going? Yes. We in the building. Hey, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we, um, yeah, I did it for my uh, senior thesis, so I was like, I got to spend three months working on a project. I want to do my clothing brand. Mm. Um, so it's kind of a crash course in branding and marketing. Um, I had three months, actually less than three months. I had a month, about two months to do all my research and then a month to get everything executed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, within the span of that, um, did all my research, got the new logos. Uh, that's when the Panda Head uh, was created. And we did a launch on First Friday. Where? Um, and yeah, we sold out of the shirts that first th- uh, first day. So, dope. Why panda? Uh, secretly, I just love pandas. Okay, <laughs> but simple enough. <laughs> yeah. But um, now I picked uh, the panda. Um, aside from my personal yeah. thing, um, it's easily recognizable, and a lot of people um can even if they just see the brand, they can relate to it from the fact that they just like pandas. So okay. without even seeing it, so. I, I wanted it was some subliminal like diversity shit. Like yeah. the panda is black and white. And Asian. Boom. And Asian. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sounds very inclusive. Even yeah. deeper. <laughs> yeah. And that, actually, that is part of it. The um, patterns in it are uh, reminiscent of, like, 90s graffiti. Yeah. Um, so the brand has, like, a hip-hop tone to it because I do streetwear. Um, so did uh, hip-hop patterns in the panda and then, yeah, bringing things together, too. So Work. every culture, no matter someone in Singapore sees the panda, they're going to know what it is. Yeah. So it's something that's not just local. Um Brilliant. So, yeah, and I just wanted something that would be, like, an engaging thing to come up on. Um, Yeah, in the past two years, just been working on um, getting in the stores. Um, We have a good online presence, and just do a ton of pop-up shops um, throughout the year, too. So So what is the uh, clothing game? What has that taught you about business overall? Man, it's been a crash course in business. Um, It kind of went from something with me just being, uh, just kind of having fun with it. Um, And now it's something that I'm actually able to make money off of and have fun with my friends too Word. and uh that's kind of like what it is for me i've always been like a people person and uh aside from having like a love for fashion and clothing and stuff like that um just wanted to have something i could travel and meet a lot of people with so word, word, word. what's been the biggest struggle in the in the clothing and fashion game as far as just overall like damn this is a tough hill to get over <laughs> i think time management <laughs> i think yeah, <laughs> time in it. It's like, it's more than 9 to 5. I got my 9 to 5, and then I'm still doing my clothing stuff as soon as I get off of work. So it's like mm-hmm. a whole day thing every day. <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, and like staying, uh, my brand too, we stay on the seasons too. So like every season we'll have a new release. Um, so spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, so I'm always having to 
I'm working on my fall line now. <laughs> yeah. And we just had our spring stuff come out. So it's just always trying to stay current and up on things, too, like what new trends. So. Work, 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 work. And I will say with Originate, like something that stands out is definitely the quality of the material. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely yes. not just, you know. Appreciate it. Basic shit. It ain't words on a shirt. Yeah, yeah, man. So you had to you had to kind of put some bread into that, like. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, and I've been uh, blessed and kind of fortunate. I had um, I had to raise a lot of the money um, from savings. I put to start the brand. I put over two grand in, wow. just to get um, between branding, marketing, and just getting a lot of like print materials and stuff in the first run. Yeah. Um, yeah. It cost me about like two grand, and then from there just kept pushing. But yeah. Yeah. You said something good right there. You said savings. So you just stacked and put it towards the brand. Yep. Yeah. And I'm still kind of working with that, too, in the business thing. Kind of mm-hmm. being like, a pair of shoes or I could get, like, a whole order of T-shirts. Like, right. things like that. Just kind of balancing stuff. I had to cut back. Um, I barely go out. <laughs> just, yeah, like, yeah. kind of, yeah, just managing my time and stuff. So Dang, I just went out. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> Davey's over there out right now. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. out right now. Yeah. But no, that's a, that's a good point that you bring up. Um, so, what are some of the specifics? Because I know you can't just you know just start a brand and start selling shirts. I mean, I know there's a lot mm-hmm. of legal stuff that goes into it. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, um, actually, last year, um, um, the first thing of advice I give the people starting a brand um, is the. Uh, once you come up with your name and logo, get it trademarked and make sure nobody else has it. Because I've had friends um, that have clothing lines out here that have went through a similar experience I had. Hell yeah. Where they uh, lost their name <laughs> because another brand in Cali had it for like uh, five years prior to it. They had it trademarked officially. So um, I almost lost the Originate clothing name last year um, because of a trademark issue. Um, I went and filed, and it took about four months even for the examining attorney to look at it. Yeah. Um, so we almost lost it because I thought it sounded like a yoga brand <laughs> that was originated Will. Um, so we had an issue with that. So I wound up having to put, I paid $400 for trademark. And um, that's how much it costs, like, generally. Then I had to pay another 400 for an attorney to argue that my name wasn't similar to another brand. <laughs> so um, put the money up. Yeah. And what was great about that is we actually did a GoFundMe. Um, and in two weeks, raised over, uh, raised $1,500. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, um, which was over budget. Um, so we raised a thousand. That was our goal. And that was to cover the legal fees for fighting for the name. And then also another 500 to register the Panda Head. Yeah. Um, so once we uh, raised that money, I just put the money towards getting the Panda Head uh, registered. And then our tagline, which is Do What To Find You. Mm. Uh, we got that registered officially too, so it's just been <laughs> a lot of business in man. A lot yeah. of people don't know that part. That was that was game right there. <laughs> so for for trademarking, is that the same as copywriting, or is it two different things? You yeah, have to so do they're, both? yeah, they're two different things. Um, copyright is different. I think it's more for um, actually, actually, yeah. I don't want to get into just um, that, but I know with trademarking, you can trademark your name mm-hmm. um, and also a design too. So um, that's why you'll see like a TM on a lot of stuff. Because mm, okay. they're in the process of getting registered, or it just puts people on notice. So even if you're like not there yet with uh, being able to pay for your trademark, always put like a TM on it, and that lets other brands. Because you're going on Instagram, like you don't know who's going to see your logo and think, "Hey, that's dope," and do it before you. Right, right, right. <laughs> so just put a TM, and that lets people know that, "Hey, I'm getting this worked out," and uh, that's what we had to do for a little bit too. So that's right. Life is dope. TM, TM, man. <laughs> but show, hey, no. For, like really though, no for real. Like yeah. no, no, no bullshit, <laughs> no bullshit. Because I've definitely been through this situation as well, and 
uh, it was to put the money up part that got me like, man, fuck it, I'm about to just change my shit. Because yeah. now, like, I've been dope brand forever, but now, like, every mm-hmm. brand is dope. Yeah. So I really had to flip the game a little bit. And that shit kind of deterred me a little bit. Like, yeah. damn, well. And with that being said, like, how do you keep your brand playing with my fucking different? Name. Like, because it seems like nowadays everybody has a clothing brand. But, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? How do you stand out? Yeah, I think. Um, Mine's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, ladies hey. I think just taking the time too I think a lot of the brands that are <laughs> kind of fall off um, yeah. are the ones I know that think it's easy I think a lot of people think it's as simple as just putting stuff on a t-shirt and just hustling and um, I think just taking the time to get your brand together like what are you who are you for like who's right. your customer because you can make t-shirts and people are going to buy it, but who are you really marketing to? Right. Um, and I think that's kind of what's helped my brand uh, kind of stand apart from some of the brands out here. And even, I'm think, not just thinking Denver, just thinking abroad too. Yeah. Um, yeah, just taking the time, um, get your brand together, who you're marketing to. And um, I think that kind of sets you apart. But um, yeah, and also it's just money too. It's yeah. like, um, kind of like what Maurice was saying, I've had connects and it's just been a lot of people that I know as well. Um that have kind of helped me get to the point where I'm at, too. So just being social, talking with people, and just being friends. Like, right. just being, <laughs> like... The, the power of networking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and just come with people with good intentions. Like, uh, most of the people I know, I've just met just from conversations, and then it's turned into business or something later on. So, yeah, um, yeah just been fortunate in that respect. So, or Aside from Originate, mm-hmm. do you feel like there's just, like, one urban brand that's just the mecca right now? Because it seems like in the early 2000s, you know, late 90s, like, that was just the shit. You have FUBU, Fat yeah. Farm, all that. And then it kind of just fizzled out a little bit where it's more back to the underground. Do you feel like there's yeah. one right now where it's just like, I'm trying to hit that status? Yeah, I think, um, I don't know, my inspirations uh, for my brand, like, I've kind of looked at Johnny Cupcakes. Okay. Um, if uh, you guys aren't familiar with that, the brand is uh, Johnny Cupcakes, and they're out of Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of looked at his come up story because he, he just started from uh just from touring with different rock group uh with the rock group and he was just selling t-shirts out of his trunk yeah selling them on tours and then it kind of the branding and stuff came a little later but he created something unique and i kind of aspire to be like that because his uh his hustle and everything just seems more like organic and natural it wasn't he didn't start out with the intent of being like this big force but just kind of started just you know, doing what he loved yeah that's just kind of what i've been after too so do you pull a lot of ladies with the I make clothes line like yo I can make you some panties (laughs) (laughs) you don't get me in trouble my girl nope Uh, (laughs) not at all (laughs) ain't no more (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've been um I'm engaged and I've been with my girl for about like six years so she actually yeah she's actually been a big help with the brand too so yeah we do um, shops with the events and she makes my table look nice because I'm terrible at organizing stuff so I'll be proud of my table and she'll come and just fix it word 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 (laughs) word yeah nice recovery yeah man that was solid you propped her and everything that's tight Shouts to relationships. So when it comes, now Davy's gonna say some shit. And I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, in terms of like just urban streetwear and urban clothing, do you feel like other brands take you seriously? Huh? I I say yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I say so. I think, um, and I think if anything, I feel like I've been an example of what you can do. Because um, within a year, I got in. Right now, we're in four stores. Um, I started at Notorious. 
uh, Lifestyle and Aurora Mall. Uh, my second store um, was Megafauna, and uh, those are the two main stores we sell out of. Shout out Megafauna. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, LB and John, they gave me a chance um, to see if my brand could, one, if people respond to it well, and if it would just sell good, too. And I'm appreciative for it because it's been, yeah, a good year. Yeah. And now we're sitting at four stores. So if anything, I think I've been an example. Like, if you want to do something, just go for it. Worst thing someone could say is no. So. Work, work, work. And, um, yeah, and, like, speaking of the quality thing you were talking about earlier, um, yeah, just make sure my stuff is uh, – great quality i've been fortunate to get a plug overseas too to help me kind of bring bring a lot of the stuff you had together um <laughs> and yeah that's what i wanted to do is make dope streetwear that's low cost and affordable because i know we've all been there like yeah. you see something dope and it's like 150 dollars like yeah. so the price range of all the stuff like all of our stuff is under 100 dollars. so this starter jacket is 75 dollars yeah. that's 3m it's trendy yeah, and look fly, yeah, and um, that's kind of what I've been like working on, just making sure people can enjoy the brand for what it is too. So, don't, 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 don't. Aside from clothing and all that, mm-hmm. just you as a person, <laughs> yeah, uh, getting to this part of your chapter, what's been some obstacles you have to overcome? Just kind of backstory on you as a person. Yeah, so um, a lot of some people know closer to me, but um, I've been taking care of my mom since I've been uh, thirteen. Okay. Yeah, she had a botched surgery uh, back when I was in. Yeah, high school, so. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, balancing, taking care of her, because her husband kind of declined since then. Um, taking care of her, and then also college. Um, there was a point where I was working at TSA, <laughs> yeah. doing that. That could be another web show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the stories there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just balancing work, school, and kind of taking care of her, and then trying to make my business go, too. It's Work. been a, yeah, just balance. <laughs> it's important, so. So what are some of the myths about being a, a black business owner? Because some of the things that I could easily think about is people might think that because it's a, a black business that maybe it's not the same quality as a, as a white clothing company or, or it should be less expensive compared to like a, a, a white brand or a brand from like another community. What's your yeah. thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's something I've had to be aware of. Um, I think the community out here in Colorado is kind of unique because I haven't really at least felt or seen the obstacles that being a black, like, business owner might present normally. But I know since the brand's got exposure, I've, like, kind of dealt with, like, should I let people know I'm the face of the business? Like, will that kind of deter business or will it push it? And I just kind of had to make the decision where I didn't care. Like, I think it's motivating seeing a young person and a young black man doing um, business a legitimate way and also uh, um, just working at his dream, too. So I think... Yeah, I've had to be aware of it, but I'm not letting it be anything that's going to kind of hold me back. But I think also um, it's been great because I've seen a lot of brands out here, too, that are young black guys are starting starting things like Cones Collective. Um, yeah, shout out to Cones. Yeah, Cones Collective. Um, then I met the guys from there um, and also seen their brand reps. And, yeah, shout out to them, too. Like, the brand reps are always, like, holding them down and yeah. just good, positive things going on. So, yeah, I think it's been a good opportunity down here in Denver especially so hell yeah man we appreciate the knowledge man um I'll soaking up game because you know <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of in the clothing game but I'm in there but I'm not really I'm just graphic designer when I see some dope shit in dope my brand. Brand. Co. Yeah. I, I, I sell it <laughs> on dopebrand.co and you can go buy something right now especially phone cases so you can stop putting stickers on your phone go get it <laughs> hey, y'all been <laughs> but yeah it's, it's it's like a hill me personally and I know other people out there can can relate is like you said, the time management for one. Like if you're not all in, it's kind of tough to do anything else. Yeah. And then the motivation to just stay 
I don't want to say stay creative because we're naturally creative. But yeah. once you do something, everybody does what you do. And yeah. it's like, damn, now I got to do something else. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I think, yeah, and staying creative, I think that's yeah. a big thing. I think, like, especially with having so much going on, I struggle with that, too. Like, mm. I've even had to, I've been fortunate to have friends that kind of help me with designs, too. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's hard, especially yeah. staying, like, thinking of what's next. Work, so, work. I think having a good creative process, like, I'll brainstorm and just talk ideas with friends. And we'll do, how I'll do mood boards. Yeah. We'll get some examples of, like, some brands that we like, see what we like from each thing, what makes us want to buy it, and we'll just kind of go from there. Don't, don't. So. Appreciate you, bro. Hold on. We got, we got Mo oh, back yeah. there. I see Mo getting all antsy. <laughs> What's up? You got something to say? Real quick, real quick. Yeah. Um, how can the people find you on social media? How can we get in contact with you? Yeah, so um, on social media, on Instagram, um, it's just at Originate Clothing. Um, and for our website, it's originate-clothing.com. And uh, same thing on Facebook, so. Mo, how could people find you? Come up to the mic, brother. <laughs> how can people find your black ass? Damn! <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, social media. Way. On, the, on all the web. <laughs> all right. First 48. Yeah. First 48. First 48, Mo. <laughs> Most of my stuff's all online. <laughs> Most of my stuff's on my Instagrams. Underrated photography. Oh yeah, that's, and you're a photographer. That's that's not, that's not hey, you take lot, Hold up, man. Before we close the episode, you take hella pictures and stuff. Let's yeah, photography. So photographers are interesting people, man. We're gonna book some more photographers for the show too, because I want to talk to them. Y'all low key just become photographers so y'all can holla at models. Because like y'all get the I did it before I did that beforehand, before it got out of head. Mm. Now it's kinda like people just buy buy a camera and say photographers. And it is just be like chicks in a pool with like some cereal and Or to get in the car. That's <laughs> why And I'm like, how did they convince you to think this was okay? Like you're in a I seen this chick, no bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the picture uh -oh. <laughs> Somebody was at Walmart oh. and you know them little um them little net basket things where they put them big like inflatable balls or whatever, and he's like a dollar for one of them big ass balls for kids. Yeah, like she was just in there, like on balls and shit. I'm like, for well, one, how'd you get in there? Why Walmart ain't tripping? And then like, how did the photographer convince you to do this shit? And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be a photographer because y'all just get women and make them do stupid shit and say I got a camera. And they the crazy, it. so look, the craziest photo shoot I've ever done. Uh, this, uh -oh. this what he was suggested to me. She said she called me at like I think like midnight. Like, hey, we should do a shoot at this laundromat. I was like, what? She's like, we should do a shoot at the laundromat. It got published on a magazine. That's right. I mean, but laundromats are cool. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. I did yeah. that so long ago. I did that, what, a year or so ago? Mm. I see somebody else trying to do the same concept recently. Yeah. I'm like, guys, same laundromat, same everything. It looks the same pictures. Looks the same. Niggas be buying, bro. That's cool, I mean. So they can book you for photography on... Nah, they can't. They I pick can't. and choose. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, send him a picture of yourself first, and then he'll get back to you. Right, right. <laughs> Doing some weird shit. Where can the yeah, laundry picture to Mo? Just DM me on Instagram. Oh, it's easier. Man, that, was, <laughs> that was some other shit, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Ladies, send your pics to at first48mo right. on Instagram. <laughs> With the beer connect. connect. <laughs> or, no, seriously, where can they find you, brother? No, just underrated photography on Instagram. Okay. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Word, word, word. So and what's next? Cute, he'll respond quickly. <laughs> uh, well, the car show is on the 25th of June. Mm. I'm finishing the car up now to give away, Ooh. give away a Mazda RX-8. 
And then I'm building another car for South Dakota. That's in the that's in the paint booth now. And then I'm just working on those other two states. So hopefully those happen. Right. He should be going to South Dakota too. Yeah. So one of my guys is actually running the show out there. He actually reached out to him to break some clothes out there. So yeah. hopefully that yeah, works out. Networking. Hey. Well, y'all got it, brothers. It's good to see young black brothers out there doing something positive with their life. We tried. Work. We tried. Appreciate y'all for coming through. Yes, sir. Let's clap it up, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> life is dope, podcast. I'm Graffiti. And I'm Davey. Yeah. We <laughs> <Yeah>, out. <laughs> <laughs>